Okay, so let's talk money. Time for the Financial Health and Wealth Show with financial advisor Cassandra Brazier of Avila Wealth. All she talks about is money, money, money. Financial topics relevant to your life heard every Sunday morning at 10 or available anytime as a MyTalk podcast. That's great. I love podcasts. Let's start the show. Here's your host, Miss Shannon. All right, ladies, we got to talk finances. finances. Yes, thank you for joining us for this edition of the Financial Health and Wealth of my, Health and Wealth Show. It my friend from Avila Wealth, Miss Cassandra Brazier. We always appreciate you being part of the show, especially as we move into 2024, giving you this um, financial foundation. Who would have thought there was so much to unspool? Well, right? <laughs> like true. I know we thought it was going to take us a while to we get through all of this. We thought it would be at least two. Shows. I think three for sure. Three. I think we it was were a like, lot of material. Exactly. It was a lot of material, right? And but, so we appreciate everybody that's been part of it, you know, and and giving us an opportunity to kind of go. What is the information that you need just to kind of go? What are we starting with? Mm-hmm. So again, if you missed the initial episodes, no worries. You can always find this episode and previous episodes by going to mytalk1071.com using that keyword wealth. Mm-hmm. You want to go and listen back to it at your leisure. If you're like, oh, I kind of popped in in the middle of an episode, yeah, and I think I it would be, you know, you don't have to listen to them in order either. Right. If you want to pop back and go, oh, now I'm to the point that I need to listen to it more about. The insurance, or I mm-hmm. want to talk more about my 401k now and my Roth. You can always pop in wherever it is uh, appropriate for you at the point right. you are in your journey. Right. And we did. I mean, we went through them and we talked about this last time, too, I think, and other times. But we went through them in a specific order for a reason. But like you said, you can you can touch on the areas that maybe is most pertinent to you at this very moment in your life um, and, and look at that information if that's a pain point right now, right? Right. So that's, yeah, absolutely. But we went through so much. We went through just cash flow and why a budget can be really freeing. We talked about debt management. We talked about just the emergency fund, amounts to have, where do you put it? Um, we talked about insurance, mainly yes. life insurance, right, was our, our focus there. Um, we talked about planning towards retirement, where to save, different buckets, tax. We went through a lot of information and Absolutely. we tried to dig into. We weren't trying to shortchange any of that information either along the way. We really want to we really want to provide a good understanding for people. So if there's things along the way that didn't make sense, please reach out to us. Go to AvalaWealth.com and ask a question. Um, feel free to ping us, give us a call. But that's that's why we're here. We really want to be a resource to people and help to like you say, Shannon, demystify, demystify right? This. Demystify, demystify, unspool, all of those things. Also, right now, if you're going, all right, I'm getting, uh, you know, if you're like me and you're starting to get all of those W-2s, you're getting those 1099s, <laughs> things are stacking up. If you're going, all right, I'm starting to talk to, you know, either if you're, if you're, uh, if you DIY your taxes, yeah. if you're starting to talk to your tax advisors, maybe you're going, all right, I want to start coming up with a plan, maybe do things a little differently in 2024. This might be a good time for you to set up that complimentary consultation, yeah. which you can do by going to avilawealth.com that's a-v-i-l-a wealth.com yeah. you know it's nice to have a team to kind of like help right. you strategize you don't have to have your taxes done to mm-hmm. start the process in fact sometimes it's almost more beneficial to start going through a complimentary consultation because there are questions and things that we talk about that are good to bring to your tax person right so Sometimes that sometimes it can work hand in hand or if you're in the middle of your taxes anyway or you've already met with them, that's okay. But sometimes there may be questions that might be good to go back to them and find out about your tax situation. Right. I mean, for you and I, like personally from the for the two of us, it was like, I think I made more money than I planned, which is a good problem to have. I wasn't anticipating that last year. So it was 
what questions do I present to my tax yeah. advisor to go, how do I maximize these? Yep. You know, because that's what you want is you want, especially as a right. solopreneur, I want to make money. I'm not trying to complain about that. You know, right. I'm like, that's a humble brag. I just told everybody my talkers like, yeah, right. but I do want to go. Well, well, now what do I do from this position yeah. to be wise? What's some str- good, wise, strategic planning? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you're in a position where you did better than you thought. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And really, it's one of those things. Sometimes when you put your head down and you're working so hard or life is so crazy, that's you wake up. Was. You wake up January 21st of the next year and you realize, (laughs) did I do that well? Yeah. And yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that happens. And it was really just the, some of it was life being life Mm -hmm. that I didn't have time to spend money. It was just, let me just work and just, yeah, it was between, and I think that happens to us sometimes between just holding your life together and doing your job. Yeah. Maybe you just didn't spend anything else. And that's where, you know, I'm like, you didn't have time to, I didn't have time to like (laughs) recreate, you know, I didn't have time. (laughs) I wasn't traveling. I wasn't buying anything fancy. Yes, exactly. I was not recreating or hobbying. I wasn't doing that stuff. I wasn't going any fancy things. And I'm not the person that I don't, um, I, I don't, I don't Shopify myself to feel better about stuff. So I just, Ended up with some money because I was yeah. like, well, you know, I went to work and then I hung out with my kid and I'm like, cool, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I guess that's yeah. that's what I did for a while. So yeah. maybe you were in that position where you're like, OK, now I want to do something with it mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm, you know, being a good steward of what I have right. here. Right. And so it's always good to have that. Also, when we're you know, when we're talking about some of these channels and these buckets, it's nice to go. Sometimes it's just good to. Take a, a, a moment to evaluate where things are. And I, I really appreciate when you encourage people to just spend a little bit of time reevaluating those channels. And that's one of the things that we discussed when we were talking about freeing up mm-hmm. different, you know, finding that, you know, the, the, that a different, you know, the, that income and the, and yep. those fi- and finding different, just you're amazed sometimes when you go, maybe there is some more money out there. Like even sure. going, am I putting my subscriptions on the card that has a higher interest rate? Because right. you just hadn't looked at the interest rate in a while and you just go, Oh, wait a minute. Right. Maybe that's just not maximizing my money. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many there's so many reasons why and so many things you can discover right. right when you go through a process of just evaluating what's coming in every month, where is it going, and just taking a fine tooth comb to it and then having that with that knowledge, right? Being armed with that, being able to make some decisions right. that might serve you better moving forward towards your goals. Right. Well, as we continue the conversation today, the number is 651-641-1071. Again, that number is 651-641-1071. Also want to remind you that securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. We are going to still lay a little bit more of that foundation yep. for everybody before we move into uh, some milestones. And again, I like looking at some of these things because I, I I think especially with our my talker, since a lot of us um, are women, we start looking at um, age like, oh, my God, it's a bad thing. I've been back in that that mode where I'm just like I champion myself every time I get a birthday. I don't feel old. I feel like I'm like I am well seasoned done. well. Yes, I am seasoning well. I appreciate it. I am well marinated. Sometimes you got to do it. I'm oh, good with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Instead Find of looking like, oh, it's a, yeah. Instead of looking like it's a negative, it's like, no, I appreciate some of these things. These are some good milestones. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cover some of that well yeah. as well. We might get to that today. We'll mm-hmm. have to see how much we get through. Um, I did want to mention, though, too, that right. I am doing a couple of community ed classes oh, yes. mm-hmm. coming up. So if you're someone who you are, you really enjoy learning in person, 
This might be of interest. Um, they are going to be in the South Metro. But if you want the information for the classes, you feel free to reach out. Go to our website, avalawealth.com, and just send a note or feel free to give us a call. But one is February 22nd, so it's coming up in a couple of weeks on a Thursday evening, and it's a it's a Social Security class. Yes. So we're going to be talking about just really, again, we do whole shows on Social Security, but this will be an hour and a half worth. So we'll be able to get into even more um, and answer specific questions, too, people have as we go. And then March 21st is a baby boomer course. Okay. So if you're a baby boomer or if you're close to in that realm of being a baby boomer or if you identify as a baby boomer. Right. You're <laughs> like, I have boomer yeah, tendencies. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's just that's really retirement focused. Yes. So if you want to know more about just retirement planning specifically and when you get to retirement and there will be an element of and social security. Many of us Xers, we are also the primary advisor for our mm-hmm. boomer, boomer parents. So there are a lot Lots of reasons why you would want to attend as well. Yep. Just to be a really good resource for the boomers right. in your life. So absolutely. Yeah. So those are the those are two. There will be some handouts for each of them. It's like I said, it is a community education class. I know they have a nominal fee, but mm-hmm. it's it'll be a lot of really good information for anyone who's interested to just do an in person class on either of those two topics. We'll Social make sure that information is on boomers. our page as well. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we if we get a chance today, we will uh, we will start talking about different milestone birthdays. But otherwise, we need to pick up kind of where we left off when we come back here. And that will be talking about specifically retirement. We're going to talk about once you're retired and we're going to talk about how much do you start drawing once you're retired? What's kind of a a recommended or I don't want to say safe, but more recommended um, amount. And then what are some ways to leverage and to maximize what you have saved to maybe be able to take out even more sometimes and really have some more assurance in that retirement income. We also want to encourage you to be part of the show. Again, that number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. Nice. I like the way you just left it to me. Oh, you had you- it though. You had it. That's why. I wasn't sure I had oh, it. You had it. I though. was not I sure. Had, I was sure. I thank you for your confidence. <laughs> I, I think that I think your confidence buoyed me through that, Cassandra. Because I was I'm like here for you. I'm like, do I I'm have it? Do I have you it? Had it. Okay. Thank you for joining us here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon here. Here with my advisor, <laughs> Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. Encourage you to set up that complimentary consultation. Get someone to buoy you, someone that has you, someone that has your back, <laughs> just like her, by going to avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. So she can boo you fun. through that. Yes, we, we do. Fun. We okay. almost missed that throwback. We were talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh, wait, that's our jam. How did yeah. we miss that? Um, so as we are continuing our conversation, um, setting you up with that financial foundation, mm-hmm. um, talking about that, and, and maybe we will get to some of those milestone um, dates as we move into things. But again, setting up with that the, the conversation. And so I've really been uh, enjoying this process that we've been doing with our My Talkers and encouraging people, if you do want to be part of the show again that number is 651-641-1071 so let's talk about retirement yes and from the position of drawing money you know drawing an income starting to take money out it's a very different process right and a different strategy than when you're adding it right when you're in the mode of investing and getting to retirement right it's a very different mode and you've mentioned before again because you also have that psychology background that it can be very um just disarming for people Mm -hmm. to make that mental shift right you've mentioned before because they've spent some time building that number up yep 
we talk about how it can feel like almost like you you jump right. It's like you're right. taking a leap and you hope your parachute's gonna open. <laughs> right. And and so that's because you're most people right. We're all we're used to having our income come in from our work or from right where we have a steady source or maybe you know even if you go between jobs we're used to that's where our income fr- comes from is from some kind of employment typically right. And so when that shift happens where it's all of a sudden now it's going to come from your pot of money. Yes. It can feel very nerve wracking, I think, initially. And even if you've done a really good job saving and you have a good amount of assets and you may have even more than you need, it still can be scary because you you just are concerned about not having it run out right? right? because you don't want it to run out because then what do you do? And again, the uncertainty of how long because you can again guesstimate and have an an idea of how long you would like it to to last. But again, you don't have any fine. Things last. They need to last as long as they need to last. Right. Well, there's so many unknowns. We don't know how long we're going to live. You may or may not have longevity in your family. But even if you don't, maybe you're the anomaly, anomaly, Anomaly. right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your parents died younger, but maybe you do live a longer time for X, Y, Z, whatever reason. So it's important to plan for longer term. Um, but also have, you know, different pieces and things in place for if something does happen, how will it get passed on? Right. So having all those pieces in place. Right. Especially. And I know you talk about that, too, where you just right. want to have that peace of mind. If something happened, you want to make sure your kids or your family will be taken care of. Right. That you have those ducks in a row, because it, it certainly makes a big difference. Maybe you've already dealt with this, where mm-hmm. if stuff gets passed on, if people had some planning in place and it was all it's one less thing that you want to worry thing. about. You know, when you lose a loved one. So it's, it's that's not where you want to be spending your time and energy. No. And so when I'm thinking about things from my perspective, not only for my son, who has a whole different situation set up for him, but just things like my, my sisters are significantly younger than I am. So just conversations that I don't want them to have to be mm-hmm. in the you know, in this situation to have. So I'm like, let me just take care of this right. before they get there. Right. And it's it can save family relationships too, really. Mm-hmm. When you do the planning and you make all the decisions and you exit you have it set so it'll execute as well as you possibly can, right? You can't you can't avert any situation or every variable. But if you do as much planning as you can, it usually gives you the best chance of it being successful, right? As right. as things pass on. So let's talk about drawing out investments. So there there's kind of an a, a, an age-old adage where you don't want to take more than about 5% of whatever you have saved. And I know that there's lots, there's Monte Carlo simulations, there's all these things that would say maybe even less, maybe you only take 4%, or maybe you take 3%. Part of it depends on what's the market conditions look like, right? Where is the money invested? How much is your money gaining? There's all these different variables that will play into how long your money will last, right? And how much is this, quote, safe amount or recommended amount to take out? Um, but but they would I think most I think most advisors and most people would say, yeah, you don't want to take more than five. OK. Um, and again, five might even be aggressive for certain situations. So it's looking at, though, having money. What I like to look at is how do you have money in some different buckets? So it's not all in one bucket, first of all. And then also set certain things up for different times of income. Can I ask you a question? When you say aggressive for certain situations, what type of situations? Like when, if your buckets are not as full as you would like or certain yes, things partly. in the economy, uh, the economy might be happening, what yep. kind of situations? So here's situations that could be a scenario of disaster in a sense. Yes. If you're taking out 5% potentially um, or maybe more. So what what could happen is maybe your accounts are at a certain dollar amount and maybe... Maybe 4%, you have a set amount, and maybe it's about 4% of the investment amount. 
But if it's invested in a way that's such where maybe it had a steep decline. Yes. One year, like in 2022, like almost everything did in 2022, that right? Dip. Yes. Had a had a significant drop. Right. Right. And and if you were still drawing out of that account during the decline, what it does is is it can exponentially increase the losses because you have to take more and more out to get that same dollar amount. You have to liquidate more and more potentially shares or right to be able to get that same dollar amount out. And that four percent at one point might now be five or six percent of the investments. Right. And so if you if you have different buckets, for example, you may be able to say, okay, the market's being the way they are, we're not going to draw as much from this bucket right now because of the market decline. Okay. We may draw from over here now. But here's the here's the challenge too, is that if you're retiring in your 60s, for example, there's a chance you may live another 20, 25 years. I mean, that's that's not out of the realm, right? People are living longer. And so you can't also, not that you can't, it may not be recommended to be too conservative. So people might say, well, why don't I just put it in CDs or a money market or something? Mm-hmm. Well, if you do that with all your money, though, then you're going to you may run out as well. Right. Because as those. Yes, those are those are those are nice right now. The interest rates are are, are nice right now to get four or five percent. Right. Or five and a half or whatever percentage people may be able to get. But that's not going to last forever. We know that. Right. And there's also some opportunities in the market. So if you if you are not partaking in any of the market gains when there are good times as well. Now, again, that's why you maybe don't want to be drawing all of your income out of a bucket that is was really into the market. Okay. You may want to have a bucket that is maybe it's set up for maybe 10 years out. Okay. Where that's something that we're okay with. It fluctuates a little bit, but still you don't want to be too aggressive, right? Right. But you want to have something that can pick up some gains potentially in that time frame. But then maybe you have some other money that's dialed down a little bit more that either you're drawing a little bit from that, or maybe you also have something, and we're going to talk about this too, mm-hmm. where another way to set a nice foundation in your income or stability is by use, using annuities. And I bring up annuities, but you have to really know there are so many varieties. Right. There are so many types. So that's a long conversation. It is these a loaded, days. right? Mm-hmm. That's a loaded uh, thing, topic to talk about. But just know, I just recommend. Be open to a conversation with your advisor about annuities. And right. there's a lot of people are. A lot of people have heard the benefits of annuities. They've, they maybe know people that have seen the benefits and utilize it. Um, but there's a number of reasons why an annuity could potentially. And again, it has to be the right one. That's what I always emphasize with people. It has to be one that really fits your situation. Because the wrong annuity is absolutely the worst thing in the world for someone. Right. Because if it really doesn't serve your potential needs you will be, you will not like annuities at all. Right. You will talk, oh, annuities are terrible. No, <laughs> that annuity was not the right annuity. Right. And a lot of that is from those legacy annuities, right? When people could be, talk, but even nowadays, be. an annuity that's not well matched okay. with the person, they would get very frustrated because there are certain, like there are some that have a 10 year window where you cannot draw income out for 10 years, right? But after 10 years, then you can take a fantastic income. Well, what if your your plans change, change. for whatever reason? So I, I try to steer clear now of things like that. Um, and again, if, if there could be a time and place for that too, right? Right. But what I've found over time is that there's a lot of times there's twists and turns in our life and our sometimes our plans change, right? right? 15 years from retirement, for them to change. That's right. the point. you might say, hey, that's what I'm going to do. Well, then maybe health conditions change or your spouse's health changes or you have a child or... 
There's all these different reasons. So I think just building in the most flexibility can give people the greatest chance of success. We're going to talk a little bit more about some specifics with annuities, though. Right. We're also open to taking your calls. You can be part of the show by calling us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. And um, I appreciate the honesty in that particular song. We were just like, yes, glad you know yourself. And you may know yourself and maybe you were going, you know what I need? I need some financial foundation. That's what we've been giving you over the last few editions of our Financial Health and Wealth Show, courtesy of our friend Cassandra Brazier. So we've been talking about, you know, hey, what it is is finding the right products for you so mm-hmm. some of these products it, it it there are a variety of options out yeah. there so it isn't that the option may not be that the whole category isn't correct for you it's finding yeah. the right option it's within like when the you category look for a car right yes. when you shop or shop for anything mm-hmm. you, you look for the features the things that it has the benefits right that are going to fit with your situation with right. your lifestyle with your plans with all, all that stuff I mean, I know I've heard of people talking about uh, that they want to get an electric car, but maybe they do so much driving that it's not practical. Right. Um, or maybe vice versa, right? Maybe it's a perfect car for you because of your life situation. Yes. So you just want something that's going to fit well and and work well for your life and your plans and your goals and so forth. So that's really what it comes down to. But in general, let's talk about some reasons why sometimes people do look at an annuity for their retirement income planning. And, and one is that you can have some guarantees. And I do that with quotes because, you know, obviously any, any guarantee is going to depend on how solvent the company is, right? How yes. strong the company is. So when we look at companies, there are so many companies out there. We like to use companies that do have the track record that are well capitalized, that, you know, have a strong backing, that have been around for a long time, all those different things. So, um, so that's what we look for. But you have the ability then to leverage your money. And, and what I mean by that is because insurance companies, they're what they're supposed to be doing and, and good at and so forth is really factoring risk and looking at things. But then there are ways that then you can, you're able to maybe take more than what you could take out of an investment account with some assurity that even if it goes to zero, yes. this is how a lot of riders work or, you know, in annuities, you will still continue to get that same payout. They all have different bells and whistles, right? So I'm right. talking in very general terms. So make sure if you're looking at a specific annuity that that's how it operates. Because um, there are annuities that don't have riders, right? And you might get them for different reasons. But I'm talking about ones that would be used for income planning, um, where you would have a rider, you'd have a function where it would pay out that ongoing Lifetime income, right? And it could right. cover you. It's like a pension. So that's why it can be really beneficial where it could be a way to have like a pension, another type of a pension type payment like Social Security, right? Or like like it, most people don't have pensions anymore. Right. So it's just another way to add some predictable income where you're not constantly concerned about the market fluctuation because you have that predictable income coming on a monthly basis. And the other benefit is if you are married, if you have a significant other that way that you want to have be cared for right there are ways you can cover both of you then much like certain pensions have that option where you could pick a payout that would cover both lives right of, right. of people you can so do that, that with continues. an right okay. where it would continue so as long as one of the the married couple was alive that payment that same exact payment would continue on um, and if there is uh, a balance left that can still go to beneficiaries so you're not 
you know, you're you're not completely losing that whole bucket of money. Right. But I do recommend people look at it like this is a bucket of money that is going to become our income. Yes. So if you do tap into it, that will drastically impact the income. So I, I do like to plan it, plan with people such that they shouldn't, unless it's really catastrophic, need to go to that bucket. We want to have other assets positioned other places that people have access to. So if they needed them in a lump, it wouldn't be that bucket. Right. Here's the bucket that you need to go to if you right. need a giant lump, if something yeah, else happens. Yeah, if you had okay. other, again, there's so many unforeseen things, right? But that is one of the things I would caution people is don't don't put too much into an annuity. Be- Again, they're good tools to have. I think they're great planning tools. But also, that's money that you're not going to necessarily want to take larger chunks out of it because especially for the the first initial number of years, there may be a penalty to pull it all out. Okay. So you don't want to put all the money in there usually either because... Again, we we don't know what the future holds. So if you're going to have something happen that you don't plan on, you want to have other buckets that you could go to that aren't going to have penalties to access some of those funds, right? Right. But like I said, for this portion of income, it's a great tool. I want to say, especially, uh, I I know personally, whenever I get penalized for using my own money, I get really salty. (laughs) I'm like, I spent a lot of time making this money, and now I know that I want to maximize my use of it but if i do it in a way that then eventually comes back to bite me for being able to use the money that i earned Mm -hmm. i get really salty yeah no and i could see that and that's why i mean i understand why they do it because the annuity companies need to be able to plan that the money is going to be there right Right. so that they can factor in their their expenses and the guarantees that they're providing right so i get it but that's why too right i Mm -hmm. wouldn't put all your money. Right. I would honestly, I look at about a 50% at the most um, for assets. But again, if you have a good amount of assets, maybe less. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of looking at that. But I, I really, I do caution people to put too much there. Um, like I said, anything is, is a good tool unless it's used improperly. Then, then it's not. Um, so again, even if the balance goes to zero in an annuity, if you've got the right riders and the things in place, your income will still continue, so you mm-hmm. don't have to be concerned about what's the balance in there. Right. Um, there are some that will give you some additional monies if uh, you need long-term care. If okay. you can, if you are not able to perform two of the acti- activities of daily living. So there are things like that, different components and functions that are built into certain policies. And some of them even have the ability to increase throughout your retirement years. Where so your income can go up. That might be an option. Like if you had an annuity that had long-term care, like for instance, if you weren't able to, maybe you didn't have long-term care included in your life insurance or that type of thing. This might be an option if you needed a policy and you Correct. wanted to make sure you had something like that. This might be where you added in something it like could that. Be, yep, it could be a way to have part of that function with an annuity. Now, if you're someone who you have a good amount of what we would call non-qualified assets or money that... It didn't come from a 401k. It didn't come from an IRA um, in the circumstances where maybe people just saved a lot of money outside of retirement accounts um, or maybe they got an inheritance or a death benefit. Right. It could mm-hmm. be any. You sold a property and you have this large amount of non just liquid money. Right. There are a lot of great places that you can use that kind of money to leverage money for long term care. OK, so just know that. So, again, if that's something that you're thinking, well, how can I I don't want to spend you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on long-term care, You, yeah, you may not have to. You okay. could leverage it to two to three times what you put into it to have as a bucket of long-term care. Okay. Again, sometimes if you put 100 in, it depends on some underwriting, meaning they're going to ask you some health questions and things. 
but you might be able to get two fifty to three hundred thousand to use yes. for long term care expenses. That again, that could be a smart way to use that money instead of having to use three hundred of your own dollars if you needed long term care. Maybe you only used a hundred. Okay, right? so there are different ways to plan for whatever it is, and that's why those are things we talk about when we go through the consultation process. Is just looking at people's situations and looking at what options might fit in or might be available to you. Yes. You know, because it's not always I'm going to wait and make sure my kids take care of me when I'm older. Like, well, I want to just talk over this. I'm, maybe I want to take care of myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And with a little bit of planning, you might be able to put some really good things in place. So right. I think that those are some of the things and reasons why we do look at annuities as a tool, you know, as an option when we're doing income planning specifically. So we need to touch on now um, estate planning. Yes. And we're not estate planners, right? We're not right. attorneys. But it is such an important piece, and it's that piece that if it's missed, and then if something happens uh, unforeseen, right, and, and prematurely, right, where I don't know when death isn't premature, who knows, right? Right. It's a philosophical question. But exactly. It happens before you've maybe done some planning right. with your estate. It can make things just more complicated. Right. Like so it's worth about. having the conversation, you know, as you're uh, as part of this, especially if you're going through the the overall conversation, of especially planning for your retirement, you should have this as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we've talked about a number of situations. I mean, just a quick example for, for my family. I mean, with my mom, which, you know, she, you're, you're familiar, but she's yes. on a second marriage. Yes. So there's kids they both have. They don't have any kids together. So in a situation where there's a blended marriage, all of her beneficiary stuff is her husband. All of his is her, right? Mm-hmm. But then if something were to happen to him and everything goes to her, if they didn't have any kind of estate planning in place or agreements there, if anything happened to her, then she has all her kids as her beneficiaries, right? So in that case, his kids could get disinherited. Right. So that's why, too, especially if there's blended families or even family dynamics where there might be a spouse that married into the family that the, the parents might think, yeah, I don't know about this, right? Like, I don't want this particular child to get all this money. I don't I don't like the situation, whatever right. the case is, right? There are ways that estate planning can solve for some of those things. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't solve for every variable, right? But right. there are things you can have in place if you've got a child that also might have situations where they might have tendencies to for gambling or for other things that might make them go through the funds very quickly, right? right. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but there are ways that you're able to do some planning to try and circumvent, at least try to, you know, give them the best chance to not lose it all right right, right. so we are going to go to break when we get back we also want to remind everybody about those community education classes that you have coming back as we well. do february 22nd is social security and there's a march 21st baby boomer one those are in the evening south metro get a hold of us go to avalowealth.com let us know you're interested in those classes we can get you the details on those right we also want to remind you you still have time to be part of the show you can get your voice into the room by calling us at 651-641-1071 be right back on the financial health and wealth show with my friend cassandra brazier from avala wealth here on my talk 1071 I still have this CD, just so you know, Cassandra. Oh, a CD? I still have the CD for this one. I have the CD. Uh, So... Do you even have a CD player? We do. Okay, so I'll loan you Our kids, actually. Our kids use CDs. They know about CDs. (laughs) I'll bring the CD, and then you can can learn the words to it. (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you for choreographing. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I remember the dance moves of this one. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us for the Financial Health and Wealth Show. We also uh, do throwback song (laughs) lyrics here uh, on the show. Exactly. (laughs) So. 
it's so funny because our producer Ellie, when she's in, she's like inundated with this mm-hmm. all the time. Our pro, mm-hmm. uh, our, our poor fill-in producer Lexi this morning is like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like, she, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Feel free to join in. <laughs> exactly. She's like, "These ladies are wild." <laughs> um, but we still have time if you have any questions that you'd like to get your voice into the air. You can call us at six five one six four one one zero seven one. As we continue our conversation, uh, we're also going to make sure that we have the information on uh, Cassandra's community education classes that are coming up. We'll make sure they're on our page as well. So mm-hmm. those are coming up. You said on February 22nd? 22nd is Social Security. Yes. Again, we got an hour and a half of all about Social Security. Yes. We really kind of walk through it all. So that's on February 22nd. It's a Thursday evening. And then March 21st is also a Thursday, but that's the Baby Boomer Retirement Class. And really, again, if you just want to do a, a deep dive into retirement planning in general, that is two hours packed information we go the full two hours it is all sorts of things lots of hands out just really good information we do touch on social security but it's certainly not as in-depth as an hour and a half on social security wonderful wonderful so thank you very much for sharing that information you can go ahead and get out to those classes as well since they're community uh, community education classes it's nice to have something that's in person person Mm -hmm. but also at like a very reasonable nominal fee for Mm -hmm. everybody as well so go ahead and get that information as well as we wrap up today's show as we continue the conversation about building that financial foundation as we've been going through some income planning and gotten to the point where we're talking about the conversation about some estate planning doing some planning for your family family after you pass on a bit certainly Mm -hmm. and really like i said before blended families are a perfect scenario where you would just want to at least make sure all your ducks are in a row if if there's children from both if there's previous situations or relationships it's just good to make sure that everything will go where you want it to go um so that and again it just can help relationships and things if you're gone it just helps to make things as amiable as possible right right So um, let's talk about now, too, if you have minor kids. So if you have minor children, another reason to have some estate planning would be if something happened to both of you, both parents at one time, right, like a tragic accident or something, and you didn't have any kind of estate planning or a will or anything in place, it would be up to the state. Yes. The state would say, okay, well, then we're going to step in. Since you didn't have anything in place, we have our own process then to figure this out for you. You're welcome. Right. So they're they're going to take their process then of going through the family tree and going from place to place to look at where would be the next best option. Now, they're not going to interview everyone and say, oh, let's see. I mean, where who, do we where's think? Where's the wisest what, course yeah, of they actions? Have what do we think would happen? Schedule yeah. on who they go to right in the situation. So... Again, they are going to try to do their best, but at the end of the day, you obviously know your family situation and extended family relatives, in-laws, right, better than the state will. And and you may have certain reasons why you'd want them to go somewhere versus somewhere else. So maybe it's outside your family altogether, right? Maybe it's some close friends that you have. So that's where I would recommend if you have minor children that you do put some estate planning in place, even for just those purposes to say, where do you want your children to go if something were to happen? Right. Um, And then... That goes along with when we talk about beneficiaries, children cannot under 18, right, which is age of majority in Minnesota under 18. They cannot directly inherit funds. They can't custody funds till they're 18. So same thing. That's where estate planning can come into play, where you maybe have a custodian, you know, assigned to take custody of those funds on their behalf until they get to be adults. Right. Um, You know, just to be able to take care of that. So if you are listing all your minor children and they're young, pretty young, right? As your even contingent beneficiaries, 
And that just means if you and your spouse are the beneficiaries, but if something happens to both of you at once, then your contingent beneficiaries become the people who inherit things. But like I said, it just gets more complicated if they're minors because then they have to get other people involved to be able to take custody of the funds and help on their behalf. So if you have some of that stuff in place and that can even be directly on your accounts, you can have another adult who would be responsible with the funds and they know it's obviously for the benefit of the kids and you trust them, you could just put them directly as your contingent beneficiary. Or if you've done the estate planning, if you have all that in place and you've named trustees, right, and you've named people that are going to do all these different things, you could just put your trust as the contingent beneficiary. Right. You know, so there are a number of ways to plan and to do some of this stuff. We do encourage you talk to an estate planning attorney we we do have a number of them that work with our clients. So if you're if it's someone where you don't have a, a good relationship or don't know someone, certainly reach out to us and we can send you some different options for estate planning attorneys. Um, but those are just things. There's so much you can do with estate planning. And it's really freeing, honestly, just to get it done. Right. When I told my sisters I had it done, they looked at me like, oh, my gosh, why are you already doing that? Because <laughs> you know, they're like, you're too young. You're we not don't want in your 80s. Exactly. And they because we couldn't get our mom to just get it done, who is on, you know, only in her 70s. And she's just dragging her feet on stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're like, just get it done. And so when I got mine done like five years ago, they looked at me like, what? And I was like, just wanted to get it done. Yeah. Like just watching our mom. Just not exactly like watching our mom not get it done was stressing me out. So Mm. I'm like, you know what? Good modeling for the family. Just got it done (laughs) and just told them, I said, you don't even have to worry about it. It's done. It's here. If you need it, don't worry about it. Here's where it is, you know, and over finished it every once in a while. I just update some couple of things Mm -hmm. and I just tell them, I'm like, hey, updated everything. Still don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Here's what it is. Isn't that? I mean, it's. It's a nice something that's off your to do. Exactly. It is. So trust can really um, they can really provide a lot. Even, you know, wills or trust. I always say talk, talk to your attorney. And sometimes you need both, you know, like for me, just because I have a special needs kid. Yeah. Kind of had to do both. So a little more complicated because there are special needs. Trust. Exactly. Ways that can help protect assets and things and on their behalf and work in their favor and so forth. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. depending on your situation, that's where an attorney can come in and help to put those pieces in place. Right. Um, now, there's another reason we're going to get into this really quickly. If you have kids that are either in college or they're about to go to college, so but they're 18. Right. You no longer have any authority because now they're an adult. So, for example, you want to help them with their bank account or something. If you don't have power of attorney, you have no authority. Right. If they get in an accident and they're in the hospital, maybe they're perfectly fine. But you want to call up because they're away a little ways. Mm-hmm. You want to call up and find out how they're doing. They're not supposed to because they're an adult. So they're not supposed to tell you. They might tell you. But anyway, so if you don't have their health care directive, those are just things that are good documents to have in place. A power of attorney and health care directive for any of your adult children. Now, maybe you've done no other estate planning and you're married. You don't have any other kids. Fine. I would say have health care directives on each other, at least. Maybe you're not even married. Have health care directives and powers of attorney documents on each other. Because those are just things, especially I would say if you're not married, if you have a significant other that would handle and take care of things for you, I would say get those documents in place. As long as you trust the person. And right? I just, I kind of, I, I I say this as if you're, if you're lady like a, a, a lovely single spinster lady like me, sometimes it, like I just reset some things and just made sure that I had, uh, I have my best friend and my sister just set out mm-hmm. there that know where some things are because you want somebody that, you know, right. That knows where your stuff is. Yep. So hopefully you have somebody in your life that you can have that conversation with and hopefully you do.
Yeah, so. mm-hmm. absolutely. So again, if you need any of those resources, whether it's an attorney, maybe it's an elder care attorney, maybe right. it's a divorce attorney or accountant, a tax person, property and casualty insurance. There's loan officers, right? Real yeah. estate. We have Mimi coming in next, Mimi's right? Coming She's in, fantastic. Yep. But we have different solutions and we have experts in those areas. So just let us know if that's something. Remember the community ed class is coming yes. up, social security and the baby boomer class. And you can always get a hold of us at avilawealth.com. Right. A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, or call us 651-600-0855. We right. love hearing from my talkers. Absolutely. And you can also go ahead and uh, go to that website as well if you have any suggestions on what we should cover as we move into the rest of 2024. If you're like, you know, I've been waiting for this information, just hit when us up When are they going to well. get to it? Exactly. <laughs> we'll get to it soon. Don't that's worry. Right. And the more you send it to us, the more we know that that's the priority. So again, go to avilawealth.com. A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. We'll see you next time.